Telemetry recovered. Let's drone out. Mm. You idiot. Hmm. It's live, Yeti. I can read. And I know what the... <laughs> oh, my God. Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. I am under duress. If you're my family members, please send help. Tony is blackmailing me, and I am no longer allowed to have a personality. Uh, Tony's in charge. I've got a list of demands from Tony. Don't make fun of Tony. Treat Tony godlike, for Tony is infallible, even though he doesn't know what that word means. What does it mean, Tony? You had to to ask an elder. What? No, (laughs) I had to ask how to spell it. Is this this the the start, me and you fighting already? Yeah. That's the premise. the middle and the ending as well. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Tonight, we are joined by Andrew slash Frank. Hello. Uh, Also by Andy RC. Good evening, everybody. And we are also joined by one-fifth of Andy RC. Curry Kitten. One-fifth? Oh, okay. I'm I'm working, working with subscribers up there. Yeah, I'm like 100. <laughs> we should all congratulate Wayne on 10,000. That's a, that's a huge milestone. Well done. Uh, yeah. Very good, then. Oh, thank you. Very kind. <laughs> and uh, my blackmailer, Tony. Bonjour. <laughs> if you're not nice to me, I'll just leave. No, see, I said, demand. I said, I, I, if you don't want me on, if you don't want me to be a dick, then I can go to the makers space. And then you said no, because then you wouldn't come on. I can't win. What's the maker space? Frank, do you want to? It's educate? a place where people go to make things using lots of tools that you don't have space for in your own home. Oh, right. What, just the, there's places just dotted all around the UK or something? All around we, the world. Are, we a, are you snacking? What are you yeah. eating? Yeah, I was told this was going to be entertaining, so I'd, I've got some popcorn. <laughs> 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 just don't mind me. Carry on. Blackmail yeah. and all that business. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm anyway. Afraid, I'm afraid to talk. I'm like not allowed to like be me or well, talk about have anything. A, have another sip of tea and it'll all be fine. I'm saving that for later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thirsty yet. Okay. Um, Shall we talk about drone stuff? I d- I, Make I, a change, wouldn't it? If we must. Oh, we really hang on. Let me to? write that down. Oh God, so he's going to be intolerable all show, isn't he? Let's make this dead on. Nine o'clock, we finish, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> why, why, Tony? I don't understand why is the... Can I, I'll let, I think I can actually t- stop this. Let me see. Why is there so much <laughs> tension in this episode? Well, um, obviously, everyone's really worried about the drone regulations. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Well done, <laughs> uh, Colin. Because the news have been shouting about all the drone regulations and no one's allowed to fly and we're all going to get shot and lined up against the wall and everything and and it's all going to go horribly wrong, Um, which isn't entirely accurate yet. Um, Give it a while. Uh, At the moment, what's being confirmed is that... uh, So 
there, uh, as we've discussed on the show before, they're talking about bringing in a drone bill, uh, and that's had its first reading in Parliament. It's going to have its second reading in Parliament sometime next year, and there'll be more things that happen, and it's not going to happen for quite a long while. So that's all the stuff about registration and all of that sort of stuff. And it's, it's They've got bigger things to worry about before they get around to that, and it's, don't worry about that yet. It's not going to happen for a long while. But what has happened is that uh, in meanwhile, while that's sort of left to one side, uh, there's been an amendment to the ANO. Uh, so the ANO is the Air Navigation Order, which is the bit of legislation that covers all kinds of aircraft from model aircraft up to rockets, up to you know commercial airliners, all under one bit of legislation. Um, and they've updated that uh, yesterday, 30th of May 2018, to say that as of uh, July, uh, end of July 2018, there will be a, um, an absolute ceiling for um, all small unmanned aerial systems. So that's anything that flies that doesn't have a person in it that's up to uh, 20 kilos at the moment. So, um, yes, I think that's also not allowed to go above 400 feet after July. Um, you may have an issue there. Giving up frisbee. That's, that sounds like a cool frisbee, though. <laughs> yeah, the, you have to give a hell of a swing to that. It's all in the um, wrist action. I've had years of practice. <laughs> Is the frisbee allowed to talk about what it wants to on its own show? No, no. it's not. No. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so the, the ceiling of 400 feet and uh, there's a limitation for how for, for how far away you are. So you have to be at least a kilometre away from the boundary of any controlled airfield. Uh, no, they said like a protected aerodrome. Yeah, yeah. So that means that a place like Popham, which is... Uh, it got a uh, mansion Popham, didn't it? And one of the, in, one of the yeah. um, so is a so Popham is an uncontrolled airfield, and uh, so it doesn't have a control tower telling people what to do. It's just a field where people happen to be landing a lot. That um, sounds more dangerous than FPV, doesn't it? it just does. a little bit. Full size planes coming into each other. A uh, little bit, but it's kind of it works the same way as cars. Everyone kind of looks at what everyone else is doing, and it kind of works out. So it's fine. What, they give um, way to the right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the one interesting thing about this is the 400-foot rule, as I thought, been a rule for a long time. It's been in the, the A&O forever, hasn't it? So no, is it, is no, it, it hasn't. Enforcement? No, actually, what the, the rule was, that, like, um, from, from what I understand, is there was never actually a, a rule. It was has to be kept within line of sight. So... I believe that um, you could, before you could go above 400 feet if you could see the model still. Is that right, Andy? Oh, it's your spotter, isn't it? You can go to so, a thousand foot if you've got a spotter who can still see that. So up until the end of July, uh, the rules, the, the actual legal rules as they stand are that if you're flying line of sight, there's no actual technical ceiling as long as you can see it and you're following all the other rules of not endangering people and you're in control and whatever else. Um, so Which current... is daft, really, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, a well... da it's daft. However, you can't really see a model, no matter how big, 
above that height anyway. So it's a bit of a, it's one of those where, you, well, you know. The reason they do this sort of thing is that they want the the law to be, you know, covering everything and they don't have to update it too much. So, you yeah. know, if, um, so, you know, they want to say, if you're flying dangerously, that's illegal. And then they say, okay, who decides what's flying dangerously and what not and how high should you be and how far do you go away? And up till now, they've just given that to basically the BMFA who have then had their guidelines of you shouldn't really be flying, you know, out of this sort of distance and this is kind of how it should work. And uh, so it's just done by guidelines which can be updated as technology changes and everything like that. Um, And what they've... Uh, so that's why there was the drone code, um, which says kind of this is these are the, the guidelines that you've got. Um, so if you're flying within those, you've got a pretty good idea that you're flying legally. And if you're outside of that, you're probably not flying safely and therefore not legally. Um, but what this has done is uh, said, okay, we can't. Um, I mean, it depends how cynical you're being. Either. They're being helpful by clarifying exactly what they need, and it means that they can prosecute people without having to spend too much time in court arguing whether or not it was safe or not. It's just, was it, you know, uh, this tie up or not? Um, on the other hand, it's it just could be that the, it's not going to actually change any prosecutions, it's not going to change what anyone does. Um, and it's just a, a way of making it look like they've done something about a problem that doesn't really exist, but is blown up in the media a lot. Depending yeah. on which way you look at it. Can you can you fly FBV with a spotter then and go a thousand foot if you spot? So this is a very interesting point. Uh, so there's E forty forty nine. I think I haven't looked it up recently. Isn't that so a cream? Been... <laughs> <laughs> um, which is the exemption that started a few years ago. Um, saying that basically we're legally allowed to fly FPV. Um, That's what we've been, that's the exemption we've been flying under because otherwise you would be flying with your gobbles off and flying unaided line of sight. But this exemption said actually FPV is a perfectly reasonable way of doing things as long as you have a spotter who is a competent observer in the the jargon um, who is stood next to you and can communicate with you uh, directly and can see your uh, aircraft directly. Um, and so this was actually um, limiting us to a thousand feet where if you were flying a line of sight, there would be no limit. Whereas now there's the interesting question of now we can fly to a thousand feet and everyone else can't. Um, so is that going to stay in place? Are they going to change that? Because at the moment it is going from uh, off the top of my head, I think thirtieth uh, of April to thirtieth um, of April, or it might be March. Uh, either way, it's an annual thing, um, and so there's quite a lot of time where there will be a crossover where we have an exemption that exempts us from this ceiling. Um, Who's going to police this? Well, yes. the police can't even police anything. Yes, well, it, it, there is a slight worry. You're policing me, Tony. Yeah, but I'm, I'm allowed to. Here's one of my worries about the whole policing thing. Yeah, so one of my friends got burgled a couple of weeks ago. They took his one of his phones and he managed to, to track the house where the phone was within three houses. He told all the police this and just like, oh, we can't really investigate burglaries because um, 
well, we don't have the resources to do so. Mm. But I get the feeling that a bunch of us sat in the field, <clears throat> if someone says, oh, there's a drone fly there, they'll be straight out because yeah. they're like, we've solved the crime, we've arrested the person, they didn't put up much of a fight, we were able to hit him easily. It's like he was wearing something over his face. So I do worry that soft targets like ourselves could be liable to be sort I think of more because, of the cost I think because than we're, we're such like a rare thing as well. Like, it, you know, it's going to be so easy for, uh, say, a, a police just driving by and they they can just stop every single person flying because yeah, but how not they can measure thing. how high you are and things. Like they that. don't have to. They, you know, the the media have done all the scaremongering. Drones are bad. You know, they need to be policed. And the, I think um, I think that's really going to be uh, what what's going to happen from this is you'll be standing in a field, and it, it, if the police drove past before, they'd leave you alone. And now I think they would maybe just say, "What are you doing? Job permission?" And yeah. I don't I don't think you're actually getting any trouble. I just think it'd be more of a um, thing a for thing. them to look at. Yeah, and a um, thing that happens, a thing that happens to us, and it might get annoying. Do you, do you mm. know what I mean? That, that I don't think like anyone will be going to jail. It just might be more annoying for us. They didn't. That when I used to drive around on my quad bike without a crash helmet, I got pulled over so many times because none of the policemen knew that you could you could ride a quad bike without a crash helmet. They used to just uh, pull me over and. What are you doing? Where's your helmet? And I say, well, I don't really need one. And they go, hold on a minute, and then phone back to the office and go, oh, yeah, you're right. You can carry on. Wayne, um, what's going to happen, isn't it, when we're in a field? Wayne made me laugh on uh, Jack's stream the other night because he, he said, it, you know, what if you sort of all sat in a We're jail? not allowed to talk about my streams. I'm not. I'm not. I'm talking of Tony it's, on it's, there. It's about, it's about drones. And, and I think Wayne was saying, can you imagine sat in like a jail cell and everyone discussing what they were in for? And, and you were like, wow, I was running on 600 milliwatt. <laughs> 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 what did you do? I murdered someone. You know, it's yeah. like yeah, quite a funny uh, scenario. Um, yeah, what, an interesting thing that I have found, though, like, this has got to be like the fourth case now where it's been in the news. And if I was a member of the public not knowing anything about drones, I would keep wondering why why is this in the news again when that we've been told this four times already and actually nothing has happened. And from from, like, my channel, I've had sort of less people concerned because I think, you know, they, I think they understand that. I think um, the media... It's it's all about clickbait and these crazy titles, and I think people are realizing that and paying less attention to it. I hope they are because yeah. it, it's like it's like Andrew says, like oh, the headline is you know you can't fly drones anymore, but actually the the truth is oh in in a couple of months time, um, it's becoming law what we've already been doing anyways, and actually nothing major is changing till the end of 2019, and we don't even know if that's going to happen. So. Again, it's just these What's stupid. On the twenty, the, the twenty nineteen. That's I'm where. To ask that question. Tony, am I allowed to ask that question? <laughs> Hold on, we have to text it to me first, and then I'll <laughs> let you know if I give you permission to do that. That is the date that they are saying that the registration is going to be mandatory. The thing is, what it doesn't state is what is a drone. Any of these media. Anything what flies. No, but that—that's the thing. All of these is it articles. They're just showing pictures of DJI models. They're not even that you won't you won't even hear the word FPV or mm. race drone mention. And mm. I think that is who they're going for. And I, I still don't think it's gonna affect us it's, whatsoever. It's who the media are talking about and it's who the politicians are out to get. But uh 
the law as it stands and as they've been talking about it doesn't differentiate between a uh, free flight model or a phantom or a race quad or uh you know the biker airplane but you, much, you yeah. just know what the registration process is going to be and i i pray if i was religious that there'd be okay i don't mind i don't mind putting myself forward saying yes I've, I've registered i've got drones as a pilot if it was per drone could you imagine this because it's going to be like oh what make is it what is the serial number what is the gps on it it's going to be all these questions that don't relate to anything other than the fact that these guys once saw a phantom and they've written down features of it and then, then they want everybody to fill that sort of stuff in. Mm. I would make my own really offensive serial numbers. That's <laughs> what I would do. It's true. You just them on the flag. Mm. Um, but so the, the important thing to separate out here is the there's the altitude and distance from air, airfields that's definitely coming in in the ANO well it's in the ANO now to be start being enforced from July um, but the and that's that's all detailed and written up and that's that's happening how long's uh, the help sorry how big's the ring around the airport uh, one kilometer from the boundary of the airport that doesn't sound enough to me no very <laughs> like if you were enough. one kilometer on on final you were and definitely 400 foot up you would definitely uh, yeah, you would you would definitely have some yeah. close calls. That's 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 another. But England, if you make it really big, England's a really small place, and then you you'll be able to fly at the end of Brighton Pier and that, the South End Pier. But anyway, so that's that's definitely happening, and that's all that's all settled and written in. Um, but the everything else, so the two hundred and fifty gram separation, the uh, stuff about autonomous things, and um uh what are the other ones so the um uh seven kilo separation out as well um um registration is the big one obviously all of that is all being kind of fluffed about and it will be thought about early next year and it, nothing is going to happen for a long time it's not worth worrying about at the moment and do we do we know as well how i i know you made a post about it Andy, how how is it going to tie in with BMFA members and FPV UK members when it comes to registration, or hasn't that even been talked about? So there are secret talks going on, and it's all very oh, underhanded man. and absolutely completely normal, and it's what happens. Um, it's the uh, so there's the FPV UK and BMFA, and I think a couple of other UK model flying associations. Um, uh, a meeting up with the CAA and Department of Transport and probably a few politicians and working out how is this actually going to work um, and you know they want it to basically not make a mess of all the perfectly safe flying that model flyers have been doing for years um, and so the best way, they also the CAA don't want to be inundated with a million and one uh, application forms that they have to deal with in a new database and everything like that. It's not what they're there for. They don't care. Um, so at the moment, what it sounds like is going to happen is it will be passed on to uh, BMFA and FPV UK and all those sorts of bodies to have... Uh, so kind of membership with them will be registration um, and they'll probably also, by the sounds of it, be some kind of online test that will be multiple choice 
Oh god! Oh, like, like, help. like the DJI one, basically yeah, that already exists. That. Will you exactly. help me, Andy? Well, I failed the DJI one, Tony. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't ask you then. You didn't. It was only nine questions of multiple choice. Yeah, Did you I fail got it on purpose what to see what would happen. You do fail it. Do you know what I mean? It's just close back it again. It's, it's... I think you have to get seven so you can get a question wrong, I think. I anyway, none of that is anywhere near happening. We don't have to worry about it. Um, if you are particularly worried about it, um, my best suggestion is to email your local MP. Um, so go to writetothem.com. So W-R-I-T-E-T-O-T-H-E-M.com. Um, and that, if you put in your details there, that will find you all your contact details for your local MP. Let them know that you really love drone flying, model flying, whatever it is, that it's all safe and lovely and that, you know, all this re- legislation uh, needs to make sure that we can still do all, what we do without impinging on us. And if if they do have to do something, then make sure it just controls the people who, uh, you know, aren't doing it. It safely. never does though, does it? They're just exactly. gonna do they're just gonna do it anyway. But if if enough people contact their MPs so that the MPs know what's actually happening and how important it is when it comes to the second reading next February, then we've got a better chance that the voices of the BMFA and FPV UK will be listened to. Um so if the you thing is, that, that bill is a private members bill. I don't know if this is actually part of what's happening in next November, is it? That's like a separate bill which isn't to do with the ano oh yeah so the the drone regulation bill is uh completely separate from the ano so and that but that's all the 250 grams registration separating them out into very small kind of small autonomous all all the different sorts of flights um all the stuff that we've had from the eaza recommendations um that's all the drone regulations bill which is going to have its second reading next February, and that's what you need to write to your MPs about. Um, the 400-foot ceiling and uh, one-kilometre distance from the airport, that's in the amendment to the NO. That's completely separate. That's happening. That's settled. That's done. Oh, it's pointless making that joke now. Anyway, by the time I type the joke out to Tony and to, he gives me permission for me to read it out, we've uh, <laughs> moved on to a different subject. <laughs> Yeah. So, so who believes? Because I know Tony will, because he's a conspiracy nut. That it's all it's all about Google and Amazon. I taking do over, taking over the airspace. They want the the four hundred foot and below airspace to themselves. Oh, they're, fitting, they're fitting microphones to them, and then they can hear. Uh, they take that data along with what our phones are recording, and they can sell us stuff. And Alexa. <laughs> and Alexa, yeah. Tony, you can go out in your garden and start shouting bombs into the sky now. I think, do you know what? I think the saddest thing about it is, is that um, that this, this, the hobby part of it isn't isn't popular in the first place. It's really difficult to get people on board with the the expense and and how complicated it is. And this is just uh, another instance of. you know, putting people off getting into it, which I think that's a shame because, um, you know, if we if we need, you know, when we when we talk about trying to um, further the hobby and get like, you know, new new technology into it and you know updates and stuff, if people are going to be put off and and stop buying the stuff, it's going to become more of a niche thing, and I think that's that's the upsetting side of the media's impact. 
um, to all of this for me. I think that's an, an important reason why we need to um, support the BMFA um, because they actually have a much larger voice than you might expect, um, particularly when it comes to CAA and the FAI um, yeah. and those sorts of bodies. BMFA, because it has members that pay them money, they actually have quite a lot of money behind them compared to a lot of other um aviation bodies so they actually have quite a bit of weight behind them so if we can get them fighting uh for <clears throat> our rights to party then we'll be all right um so yeah it, as long as we make sure that what we do comes under model flying um which at the moment it seems like it would um then we'll be all right my, my only worry there with the BF, BFMA is they're very keen to protect their members, but I get the feeling it's it's going to be sort of come to our flying fields and you're exempt, but anywhere else is like you're outlaws. There is the question of whether it will be clubs or whether it will be the BMFA itself and therefore our country members, so members who are of the BMFA who aren't a member of a club as well, are they going to be covered? And that's all stuff that's happening behind closed doors and we won't know until February. I think it will be in the BMFA's interest to um, support everyone, especially as since uh, since part flying became more accessible with, uh, you know, um, brushless motors mm -hmm. and stuff, then a lot of, like my club that I was in closed because of that very thing, people... Um, uh, that there are less clubs and more people doing it individually. So I think if the BMFA are listening to this, then um, it would be in their interest, I think. Um, you know, there are going to be so many people that sign up for that, I yeah. think. So, yeah. Yeah, we will We will see. Um, but, yeah, contact your MP, contact your BMFA, let them know what you think. Plus, you know, the BMFA ensures you as well as it being like, you know, a body and it's been around for years and years i'm a member i think it's like 32 pound a year something like that so it's not like overly expensive five million five million pound insurance i think is it something, something like that yeah something like that yeah it's just worth having for 32 quid isn't it mm. yeah for, for anyone who flies if you crash into someone's car or whatever well that's the thing even if you follow all the rules you there's still a risk yeah, there's accidents People... anytime you Anytime you step out of the door, you, you're risking your life, you know. So it's either that or, or stay indoors. So, you know, um, accidents happen. And, and so, you know, even if you follow all the rules, so that's why it's good to have the insurance as well. Yeah, because um, the other thing is, you know, if, if you have a fail-safe and something falls out of the sky and, and twats a car, then if exactly. you... If you don't have insurance, then you've got to pay for that body panel. Um, if uh, you have uh, FPV UK insurance, then you go and get them to you know, pay you back. If you've got BMFA in insurance, they will pretty much sort it out for you. They have, you know, if it gets really messy, they have the lawyers and things like that at their disposal. They have the contacts like that. That they yeah. can, they'll you know do their best to make it work out for you because you're representing them and the hobby. Um, so you know, 
I think it is worth having. Um, if if you can't afford the membership, then you probably can't afford to not have it. I think. Yeah. yeah. Mikey Dread says he wants insurance for his broken props. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you don't break any, Mikey Dread. Your latest video is like butter. Smooth, smooth, Mikey Dread. Fly Monkey in the chat says, has anyone seen the proposals that all drone flights should be within 300 metres of a red dog shit bin? (laughs) (laughs) I'll be going to a sticker on it. You mean the electric generator? Oh, yeah, that's what it was, wasn't it? Did I read something about, as well, like, flights are going to have to be logged like like actual flights or is that the media making stuff up i think that's them making stuff up at the moment yeah. i mean we'll we'll see what happens in february but i that doesn't seem to come under any of the um easa recommendations which were pretty Could much written by the CIA. Do this, don't they? they have to make a flight log every time yeah they... can you imagine like having to write down how many props you broke or something <laughs> like that you know, you know left motor damage needs has a hundred hours on it needs servicing kind of thing you know what i mean yeah, on Maybe the other hand, you'd have to like have an accident book every time you crash. You'd have to explain what happened. It's Man, like, that would be a long list. Waving, waving fly away, hit, hit grass. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentional landing in long grass. Chased by a dog, that would be my one. <laughs> Weed on by dog. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Um, so I guess in short, like I, I think I, that. Yeah, I, I think I just. It's it's funny. I think I had just one comment on a, a video and the, the title of the video was like under 250 grams and like so one person jumped on that because they, they were sort of worried about it. I think um, what what's kind of interesting about our hobby and especially for me is like the majority of the stuff I'm flying is under 250 grams and it's some of the best, the, you know, the three inch class is mm. like, it's the most agile, the most speed and, um, you know, so I've been enjoying that aspect of it anyways. And, uh, and sometimes I fly a five inch now and it feels a little bit sluggish compared to the, the smaller, lighter model. So I think that's the way our hobby is going at anyways. Can you send me that fast three inch, please? I've got a race next weekend. You think it would win Tony against five inch? I, I've I'm waiting for, for Jack to jump in here. I'm Use the X class and just destroy all the gates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just Power my way through the X with the that, that is true, isn't it? Stuff like X class, which is trying to sort of break the, the 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 boundaries, you know, for spectator sort of from a spectator's perspective, it's it's um, going to sort of damage that really, which is a shame, isn't it? Because that's what we want that to be promoted as well. If I'm right, the latest X class uh, in like races in the US require everyone to be. Um, uh, what is it? They're sort of their equivalent of commercial flying anyway, right? Um, for this season, I believe. But don't quote me on that. Um, the part one hundred and seven or whatever it is. Yeah, I think you're right. I was looking at that when I was I was trying to get the figures about what the what the X class size was for something I was writing, and I noticed it said it was the the one hundred and seven or that that other thing they have in the US, which I can't remember what it is. But uh, I, I but I didn't know if that was just a requirement of racing as like yeah. a professional for example as opposed to um well, just flying around really big quads it's not required of other races as far as i can tell but um and it's i don't think it would necessarily be required by anyone racing 
X class in a general field, but um, or you know that sized quad in a in a general event. But X class themselves as a body have decided that that's what they want to do um, to to make themselves kind of. I think that would make it more tricky for international uh, uh, like people like flying. Like I know I know like Thomas. In Australia, he goes to the US a lot and stuff. And you imagine mm. getting there and having to take a test before before the world champion. Like, oh, I'd want to go yeah. over with Martin from Fossil Stuff and go and race our X class. I think we should see, in America. I think we should um, when when Zoe's back on her feet again, we should maybe see if we can get her on um, and talk a bit more about X class. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Zoe FBV. Hope you feel better. Yeah, and Jack. He's not well, I don't think. That's either that or I've really peed him off. Where's he gone, Jack? He's still there. He's he's about. <laughs> what, have you two been? Have you two been having a text argument in the background? I, I, think, I get the feeling. He's probably about six meters away from his computer and won't be getting any closer for a while. Oh. Um, but uh, other drone news um we had a comment on last week's video asking well demanding information about the uh fr sky x light um i don't know if any of us actually know any information about i could pretend to have one by looking at this but that's just an xbox controller i i know that um drone racer 101 he sometimes actually watches the podcast um, he's uh, done a few videos on it. So um, I got asked whether I was going to check one out, and um, I haven't got one on the way. My issue is that in the past, the smaller transmitter size has been a problem for me because I found it really difficult to adjust to ju just um, how different it is in, in the hands but also the throw difference as well. It's a much shorter throw. And I think um, a lot of what we do, like when it comes to the, the maneuvers and the flying, a lot of it is is muscle memory, isn't it? You know how how long, it just be, becomes second nature and yeah. how, how far you throw the stick and how long you hold it for. And I, I reviewed that transmitter, the Jumper T8SG+. And I didn't realize that it, you, you hold it. And my, the back of my uh, fingers are almost touching when I'm holding it. It's that small. And, um, yeah, I, I, and I also quite like um, a ratchet on my throttle as well. I think that's a mode one thing, though, so that I don't uh, slip uh, on the throttle or the aileron whilst, whilst I'm, I'm flying. And those little tiny controllers, they don't have enough room to... To have the ratchet system. Yeah, and what about if you're a pincher or a hybrid? Yes, that is, that's the other thing. <clears throat> I believe that uh, it's going to be really hard for pinchers on that. Yeah. And and the, this is the thing that so many negatives, they've blocked, um, or not so much blocked, does it even have a module bay in the back for? It has a completely different type of module bay. I, I saw the first one of Drone Racer 101's video, and I noticed it had this really sort of flat, back it's not a jr module it's something you'd have to sort of slide in somehow i think so they're probably... calling it a mini module or micro module or something like that and it's it's got the same pins as the jr module but there's just a smaller space there and i believe they're also selling or 
Uh, I have seen somewhere someone having a an adapter where you could plug a thing in and then you've got the space for the full JL module. Um, there are, I think what they're aiming for here um, is they're trying to push people towards their um, uh, R9 system. Long range, yeah. They're trying to to stop uh, Crossfire and mm. go with their one. And, and I think uh, that I think they're going to struggle with that because if, you know, especially at um, Mini Airshow, everyone was using Crossfire, yeah. and they uh, you, the the way that the receivers are flashed is easier with Crossfire and <clears throat> stuff like that. And uh, I think um, the fact that Free Sky are intentionally, it seems that they're intentionally blocking uh, Crossfire, doesn't it? For them, they're using multiple different ways to try and convince people not to buy Crossfires and to go for their system. So um, the one is they're making the small module bay. Um, so that you know, you can just buy an R9 mini module instead of having to buy this big clunky adapter for a crossfire. Mm, yeah. Um, you, you've got um, they've been pushing the F port system, uh, F port protocol. Um, so because obviously a big feature of the crossfire is the crossfire protocol um, and the lower um, latency and everything than SBUS. Um, so they've been pushing the the F port. Although the 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 Third big thing they've been pushing is the their tiny tiny little um, R9 mini receivers. Um, so they're selling them pretty much everywhere now for about ten dollars, which yeah. is pretty cheap. Wow. That's crazy cheap. Um, the thing is though, aside from when the the first R9 system came out, the only review I saw was Bruce's, and he found the antenna system wasn't rubbish, scratch, yeah. and it, it just didn't. Yeah go as far as a normal freestyle. So yeah. it seems really untested to me. I, I see why they're jumping onto it because everybody's sort of moving from free sky to from yeah. crossfire. But it seems like there's a there's a big leap of faith to take there for people to yeah. go with it. So that's that's I think their biggest problem is that with the first batch of the R9s, uh they messed up on the antennas and so it didn't work very well. Um and since then they've uh made you know they've rectified that mistake but of course once they've got that name then no one's going to trust them no one's going to buy it no one's going to test it no one's going to find out whether it's any they should have pushed that controller towards racers because racers might like it because of the short of froze i think they i think they are doing that tony i think uh, it's it's aimed at the 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 computer generation yeah to be honest the xbox generation the people that have tried uh the game they've maybe tried it in gta they're like, oh, this is comfortable for me. Mm. Whereas uh, someone like myself who's come from like fixed wing and stuff, I find it more difficult. So, um, uh, but the one thing that is good about it though is the price isn't too bad. I think is it about one hundred nineteen dollars? So it's cheaper. Yeah. I think I think like it's in the territory of the the QX seven, mm-hmm. but it's cheaper than the the X nine D, and it's smaller. And so I think it'll find its audience, but. But whether I'll be reviewing it or not, if one comes my way, of course I will. But I don't think I'm going to like it. Green, pa- Green Patch is in the chat, says, I don't fly further than I'm willing to walk. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. I agree. Like when someone says, have you tried long range? I'm like, I've tried walking. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like that that much. So. I do. <laughs> but yeah, the because um, I mean, the, the, the big pluses of it are that it's got an internal antenna rather than the big mm. 
long thing sticking out the Snappy top. Snappy thing that you can break. Yeah. I, I did notice it did have an antenna port on it. I don't know if that's mm. so you can put a high gain antenna on. Because like that was a blanket plate or something, yeah. didn't it? From what I saw. Uh, and of course, it is tiny. It's like half the size of a Tyrannus almost. Yeah. So between those two, there's, you know, if you have that and a three inch quad, you've got, uh, and, you know, a couple of packs and a field pack and a one of the little field chargers. You've got a. You probably take up. You know, you probably fit that into a Tyrannus case. Yeah, um, you could. Um, which I know I mean, backpacks are getting bigger and bigger. I need a new one because, like, I keep taking stuff out, and I'm like, I, I have to get. I have got two bags now: one for my Tyrannus, one for the drones on the outside, my fat sharks, and then I need one for all my batteries. So, I'm looking to buy a new. Yeah, so they might be good buying something like that just to take out. Yeah, but if you go and check Drone Racer 101's channel, he's got, he's doing, I think he's uh, bought it himself and like get FPV and uh, sort of going through all of the setup process and uh, and all of that. So, um, yeah, I would check out his channel. When I watched it, the first thing I thought, oh, that's a shame, is they took out that really nice uh, wheel from the Q7. I, I guess there's not enough room, but that was one of the things I really liked over the um, the X9 was having that little scroll wheel it made things so much faster yeah 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 i agree but i didn't like it because it was quite it was a little bit bigger than the yeah, it's quite chunky that one yeah so they're felt, just trying to cover they're just trying to cover the entire market i think yeah. with different options agree what what are you posting jack so if you go to cool toys and you look at image number three You've got the old and new uh, Crossfire micro antennas, and that's why you've got the V1 and V2. They just released it as V2 and never said why they released it for something new, and it was because the antenna lengths were wrong. Ah, so, they... so both TBS and um, FreeSky both had antenna problems. Also... Um, TBS have the antenna problems regards the uh, the T-shaped antenna in the actual full-size module because it, it, it's meant to twist and it gets stuck and then you break the coaxial and that's the problem that, that. Um, Mr. Steel has. And the only difference I can find is that they didn't send a... a uh, uh, example still in development to Bruce. Whereas I think Bruce, I'm sorry to say, um, you're you not going to cuss him, are you? A little bit. I think he's become like not as lovely as he once was. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> is that... I think uh, I think Bruce built Free Sky up, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I... And I think that's what. If you look at anyone outside FPV, they're not using Free Sky. They're using like Futaba, High Tech. And uh, I think, like, the Tyrannus was a, a, an affordable and cheap... It's a, it's a copy, actually. Uh, yeah, the, the JR pro, radio. The, it's, a, it's a JR radio uh, with OpenTX on there. There's nothing really ori original about the Tyrannus. And the protocol is a, is a copy. I mean, S plus is Futaba. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, um, yeah, so he sort of built it up and it sort of managed to, to sustain itself with the... Uh, but yeah, um, and then 
they they went to uh, sorry cut you off they yeah. went they they thought he was a safe bet to send their stuff to and i think in his old age he's getting more and more sort of like you know like the criteria has to be greater and greater and he's kind of ragging on a lot of stuff because like he uh you know like let's face it he like made him he totally broke uh a on way didn't didn't he with the their antennas so i hear so I yeah hear. but but i i still use on way antennas and i love them so uh i don't know i think um I, I think I just think like it is. I, I believe he believes what he thinks. You know, I don't think he's intentionally uh, um, trying to say bad things. Um, but I think I, I have this problem as well. I think, and you mentioned it, Jeff, as well when we were flying together. Uh, as a reviewer, you do you do start to focus on the negative things. You try you try and trick something out rather than go, oh, this is brilliant because of that. And I've been trying to sort of rein that in a little bit. Um, you can't win either way because if you are if you, if you you do mention the ne- negative things, people will dislike it. And if you say everything's brilliant, uh, there'll be um, people that, that won't dislike it, yeah. will dislike it. Yeah. So, um, like that guy, it was your fault. It was your fault that he bought this model and... He got the defective one, and if he ever finds you, he's going to murder you, take a poo in your mouth. <laughs> it happens, man. It happens. It, it's, 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 mentally it's, it's all it's all opinion-based, and I think, uh, I don't know, I, I really like Bruce. I, I do have a soft spot for him. I think just his technical knowledge that he has mm. is just, uh, yeah. re, re, I, I guess, reviews aside, the stuff that I've learned from him when it comes to electronics, I guess, and building, um, you know, I think that's that's. What, and also, I love his rants on um, on like regulations and stuff. He Over like, his talk, country, yeah. he talks about every single country, which which I like. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think Bruce is very watchable. If it wasn't for him, I would have never have flown fixed wing because I literally bought an AXN based on the fact that he's like, here's how you put an AXN together, <laughs> and then I just threw it into the ground twenty times in a row. But it was a sort of working model because of him. I actually, I actually started reviews because uh, the very first FPV model I got was the Hubson Spyhawk, right? And he gave it a really negative review, and I bought one from Maplin, and I absolutely loved it. And, that was a uh, that was a plane or wing or plane, wasn't it? It was, the, it, was the, it was the very first. It was a, it was like 2012, and it was at a time when FPV was completely DIY, and Hubson yeah. came out with the. Um, the spy hole, the tiny thing, so it didn't take up much space. Got FPV in the, the transmitter, and it upset a load of people because at the time you had to put a lot of effort into doing FPV. You had to understand electronics completely, you had to understand RF. And when the spy hook came in, it did away with all of that. You could go into Maplin, glue it, didn't even have to glue the wings, they stuck together. And if you, you know. You could, anyone could fly it. It got um, stability mode on it, and so I got it and absolutely loved it. And even uh, I'm, even though like I disagreed uh, with, with um, what Bruce said about it, it's the reason why I sort of made a review because I wanted to do a, a counter review. And that's when I realised that like no, everything that we do is opinion based. And, and if someone doesn't like something, it doesn't mean that they're right or wrong. It's just their opinion on it. And so um, that's why I think it's important. 
reviews. I just think he's like got super critical. Do you know what I mean? Like I I love Bruce, and like I thought he's like DIY. You know, like his first like build how to build a, a, a quad back in the day was brilliant. And like, you know, he really does like test and sort of, you know, doubts things. But back in the day, I think the criteria for a good affordable radio, like the, the nine X, mm. you know, like, he, you know, he was like, yeah, that's really good. Now you look at the nine X and it is, it is an absolute total turd. <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? Like, not once did he say, "Ah, oh, the gimbals aren't very good on the on on the free sky and stuff like that." Do you know what I mean? He was just like, I think it's um, I think it's a bit like you know when when I used to watch Top Gear and they, they'd review cars. You know, if you've sat in you know uh, ten supercars and then sit in a Nissan Micra, you're not going to yeah. have anything good to say about it. And that's a problem I have because you get sent the best of the best and the worst of the worst, and and so when you get the worst, you, uh, you're you're much harsher on it than you would have been at the start, and I think that's probably what that's about. Yeah, I mean, like, I think my you know my my biggest like uh, criticization is that like what I'm trying to get to is. Bruce has got a direct line of contact with FreeSky and the product wasn't out already. Why isn't he, like he used to do, sending that bit of information over to him and being like, guys, you really need to fix this? And they have fixed it. And there's no follow-up video. There's nothing. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, update video. Uh... Drone Racer 101 is in the chat and he's he's doing an he's doing a competing live stream with us because he's a 9,992 uh subscribers, 94 subscribers. So he's six subscribers off the ten thousand. So uh if you everyone find him in, in the chat, go subscribe to him uh so he can get Have you just told everyone 10, to stop watching our stream and go no, watch someone else? Watching this stream, just go and subscribe to him. Who is it again? Drone Racer 101. Drone Racer 101, Mark, is, is a lovely chat. Uh, all right, I'll see you guys in a bit. I'm just going to go see what a Drone 101 is. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, once once the stream is uh, once the stream is over, over here, then you can go over there and watch all these videos on the X-Flight. Oh, wait a second. Oh, you could. <laughs> wait a second. Are, are we doing anything after the show? Yeah, we... I Unless thought you're we a Patreon, were... in which case you can go over to the Patreon page and uh, watch Do... us make fools of ourselves again, I guess. Are we doing, uh, are we doing Velocity Drone? Yeah, more, more specifically, what sort of foolish stuff are we doing this time? Like... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was fun the last time, but I think we had because we have more people, we have more people on there. Um, you... It was more stressful for Jack. I think. What Jack... are you? What are you eating? No, are, are you nuts. making me hungry? Oh man, I'm I'm starving. Yeah, this is my tea. This is nuts. That's all. I have. I'm I'm just really thirsty. Have a I've drink, then, Jack. Drunk Tony, uh, Tony you... what's this about you doing a fun run? Are you like you're doing a charity fun run? Uh, Tony's a really nice guy. How can we sponsor you on it? I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. You said you wanted Don't to raise humble, Tony. We know you're saving the planet and the yeah. You saved thing. Curry Kitten's cat out of a tree once. Come on. 
<laughs> what the hell are you going on about, you yeti? Sounds to me like Jack's bigging Tony up for no reason. I don't know why that would be. Yeah. Tell us about your newest review. What, and me? The RC. Yeah. Oh, right. So um, I received a, um, a, a DVR from <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Stop making me laugh, Jack. Oh, no, but... I received a DVR uh, that you put into your copter with that that's uh, a bypass DVR, so you don't get any latency. It only records in uh, standard definition, but it seems to be a thing that racers are doing. They're sticking tiny DVRs in their models so they can look at their FPV feed without any interference. I received the Runcam version app. That's pretty good. And I'm building the, the tricopter as well. That is here, although it's Yay. very dark. So. Um, yeah, I, I've just got to do, so I've just got to do the uh, the tail tune part. Oh, just got to do the tail. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's the bit I'm stuck on. Um, can I ask again, like I do every week? When, uh, when's it coming? Oh man, when I tell you, when when this is done. So I'm going to do this first, and then it's going to be that one. Right. I'm so. just, I'm looking forward to it. That's all. I know, Tony. I am as well. It's going to be really good. So uh, I've got some news. Guys, I have made it. I'm officially as popular as Curry Kitten and, of course, Andy RC. And uh, let me just get the... Let me just get the text. (laughs) Andrew's face looks so confused. What? So anyway, I I got a text message from... um, a friend of mine who who shall not be named, but there's someone now pretending to be me, right? Selling stuff on Facebook. And uh, check out his name. I can't see it. Jack Niche. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've definitely made it if someone's doing that. Yeah. Look, and he reckons the the um the charge stations worth 500 quid and someone's gonna buy it and all that sort of stuff so everyone uh, jack niche the thing is if in the link in the chat i want to be his friend unless he starts to randomly post offensive things and comments about tony no one's gonna believe that it's you yeah i know um, do you reckon it'd be more friendly than Jack? I might put be his mate and not Jack's. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I watch this old Tony on YouTube and I'm like, why am I like not stuck with that Tony? Why am I stuck with this one? <laughs> Speaking of uh, people becoming friends, uh, Chad and Steele seems like they've made up. They've been flying together. And do you think they'll start off a, a separate super group? Rotor Riot version two. What <laughs> how, what do you reckon is going to happen there? I don't know, but do you did you? I got that thing right that I said uh, um, Rotor Riot are going to make an FC, and they have. Have they? Yes. Well, I don't see that. Also, what's the spot grinder thing as well? What's this? Is like doing a spin-off show on Rotor Riot. Chad <laughs> talked about it on here, but I can't really remember what he said. Some oh, kind really? of yeah, remember... cast, right? Yeah, I nice. remember. It. Yeah, it was them playing themselves, but being different. Yeah, that was it. It's like semi-fictional, which is yeah. weird, isn't it? That, yeah. that, that, that was the only thing that got me. I was like, so it kind of like we've set up, almost like we've set it up, and and we're it's like how they would be, but we've sort of fixed it. 
Well, they call yeah, it it's scripted, a bit like scripted reality. They call it. Yeah, like a bit like Towie, but for quadcopters. That's going to be lost on our international. It's oh, the Jersey Shore, but for Road to Riot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's like scripted. I, the Jersey Shore ended years ago, anyways. Uh, so, so I'm told. <laughs> never, never watched it. Obviously, yeah, you just grab your nuts again, Andy. Yeah, that's a good point. Should just grab my nuts and be quiet. Yeah. Oh, just dropped them. Nah, full of nuts. Tony, are you velocity droning with us? Did you actually? I haven't even had time to set it up still. Yeah, he's been really busy lately. <laughs> busy doing what? Busy. I saw I saw a video on Tony's YouTube channel where his eyes were so red, and he was saying some. Really We're not allowed interesting... to talk about that because he's gonna get my. No, you um... can talk about that. I don't mind. I got drunk trying to. I got drunk and then yeah, tried well, to. What happened to taking down my my channel? What <laughs> I didn't say to I I asked you to take because you, you without permission recorded me. Being what, drunk. Recorded you whilst you live streamed it out to the internet yes. for everyone to see. <laughs> oh, everyone line up for Tony's memory erasing. I've got the Men in Black. Men in Black is a fictional film. It's fictional. not, it's actually real. It's real. Do you not know this? <laughs> Earth is flat. They're real. <laughs> I was so confused because it pops up on my um, thing saying Jack is streaming with Zoe FPV doing some farming. I went over to there. I just had drunken Tony <laughs> making up new swear words. And, <laughs> and it's like, but that's a YouTube stream in Jack's stream and comments going. I was like, well, that's just too surreal for me. Yeah, it on. was. It was uh, Zoe was loving it. She thought she thought you were hilarious, Tony. And I was I, like crying, laughing because I didn't I didn't know where to type because there were two streams going, and like um, you didn't know what was going on because you were so drunk. And so um, you haven't you haven't got Velocidrome sorted, so you can no, I haven't it. had time. I've been doing other stuff. I've been getting really early. I've been working um, with Rich this week, so I haven't even been like doing my own work. So I've been getting up really early and doing other stuff. Jack, Just so you know, as Jack. usual, the chat is being uh, very drone-focused and on-topic and have oh been talking goodness. about the um, Menace Pico patch. Oh, that's oh, a great yeah. topic. Why did we not think Why have we not talked about that yet? <laughs> yeah. I've got stickers. Especially being team pilot and all. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, a, it's really good. I've been flying it. I did it like... We're not allowed to talk yet. anymore. It's Tony Deadline. He said finished at nine o'clock. So. Okay, five past. Go. <laughs> Why has Tony got some other stuff? He's got yeah, he has. Tonight. He's got, like, responsibilities now. He's really growing up. <laughs> Go gonna... All right, let's end the stream now. You shouldn't leave your stuff around my house. What's the what's he left around your house? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you a black eye if you don't shut up. I didn't say anything. <laughs> you have my word, I won't say anything. Do you want me to go do you want me to you know do the thing I'm gonna do with you? Jack? Oh hello. What let everyone know that I shit myself. Yeah, everyone knows that anyway, because you like told them. Jack, you live streamed from hospital. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Andy. It wasn't me. Shall I set up an AMA? Because, like, everyone knows I shit myself all the time anyway. 
No comments. So we should end on that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always end on the high. That's the one. Look, I want to talk about um, more about the Pico patch quickly and jack stickers at the end of it please is that can we do that jack or as time run out i only no you're you're in charge you're running okay five bloody, got four minutes then bloody let's drone out militant so, did anyone get to try the pico patch at mini air show or have yes. they managed to get hold of one all the boys from menace rc you were racing was using it and it was great and a few of them got handed out by greg to people like Andy, NJ, and stuff like that, little reviewers stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. And Andy, Andy's done a great video on it. Yeah, I love how um, Greg explained it in simple terms as well. Like, uh, rather than like talking in DB, he, he he did it and how sort of like was FPV is like to see it really, which is sort of what's the benefit against the other antenna like the invader and, and what's the benefit in meters rather than in decibels and maths because that all like i'm i'm terrible at maths and when yeah. when i try and work out uh, you know logarithms and stuff you know 10 to 10 log and 20 log uh, I'd say it's uh, got good, great penetration and long range someone else does as well Oh dear! I'm right, Tony. So, what about um, sort of angular, like it's you, it's, more smaller, it's smaller. It's it's more focused, so you I can think, go further. I, you can go further with it. The thing is, right, is why what, don't we just have Greg on, like say next week? Because like you know, we like him and stuff, and he's Greg's quite funny awesome. to talk to. Yeah, he's a nice lad. Yeah, Greg, why, why Greg don't we do that? I'd be interested in how how it came about. Like, yeah, the, the sort of the background. We should of definitely it. do that. Come on, Team Menace, Tony. Okay, I'll ask him in a minute. And I'd like to see someone like Josh check check out an antenna as well because uh, it's really just uh, I, I know people in uh, over in the state. I mean, get FPV, sell them, and and Pyroflip are going to sell them. But a lot of people are using different antennas over there, aren't they? So yeah, I'd like to see it reach over there better, right? Because it deserves it. And it's not hot. It it is the real hype. It's not fake hype. No, it's great. And um, it's hype, hype. It works. Yeah. It just I mean, it's it just, not hype. It's just good. It just works. Yeah, that, and that's it. You know, you can talk about the technicalities of it and why it shouldn't work and all that, but it just does. And I, you know, I've tried lots of different antennas. And, Jack, uh, tell us about it. You you spoke about it well the other day when you told us how it works. I've made a flow chart, right? Make fun of Tony, <laughs> right? So then if I make fun of Tony, Tony leaves, right? And then there's no show, right? <laughs> then Jack takes the show off. Tony won't come on, therefore no show. <laughs> or Tony Billington's the show, no show. <laughs> I can't win! I can't win! Uh, no, I've... Well, that's funny. You two are hilarious. You're doing so much. You're, you're, such, you're such a knob. Go off air now. Telemetry lost. Telemetry recovered. <laughs> I hear that you're. When you reach 60k, Andy, I'll see you're going to review Tony's knob. 
What? Nah, I love Tony. Tony just makes me laugh all of the time. And I, I do not have a bad word to say about him. And mm. and he's he's kind, he's vegan, and um, he's kind to everyone. So and it's just hilarious. That's my review. That's my review. That's my review of Tony. In a nutshell. But I'm not allowed to get the sock out. And I want to see him happy, and he is. So that's awesome. Yeah, I was happy for him, but I'm not allowed to. I heard this awesome joke. I was at uh, Michael McIntyre. Just, just just sad that he's lost Tony. Yeah, someone... He hasn't lost. Right. Tony. Right. Tony. The stream immediately. <laughs> Telemetry recovered. So anyway, like the warm-up act... Well, I'm getting really hilarious. hot. I don't know why I'm hot. Hilarious why am I hot? Uh, and... Um, he was saying, like, he's, he's friends with this guy and he's not allowed to make fun of him because his his friend's going out with a 30-year-old and he's 50. So he has to go around his house and, like, talk about normal stuff, like, oh, the house prices are so disgusting. And, like, oh, yeah. And where all he wants to do is, like, make fun of his friend because, like, you know, he's, he's now dating a 30-year-old. And uh, he goes, I can just feel it break, building up inside of me, you know. And then eventually, he goes, I, it, I just cracked. I went round there, and I saw my friend, and he was like, oh, man, I've had to be, go on a speed awareness course. And he was like, why were you doing <laughs> Were you doing 50 in a 30? <laughs> <laughs> that is a great joke. Uh, I think it's time to end the show. Completely irrelevant to anything about us or Let's Grown Out or any <laughs> others, but funny joke. Just jokes. another random story. Yeah. Uh, thank you for my review, Andy. I love it. No problem. What are you, Dick? Are you going to say goodbye, Jack? Or oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, thank you for listening to Let's Grown Out. Uh, we are powered by our Patreons, Mikey Dredd, Steve Gadlin, and the legend himself, Green Patches. He's wearing, he's so Canadian, he's wearing his hoodie in the bright sunlight of Kanakistan. Um, and, uh, of course, Andy, R- Andy RC. Thanks for listening and watching, everyone. Andrew slash Frank, wearing Thank you, bootleg shirt. Yay. Sorry, Andy RC, I cut you off, man. It's fine, Jack. It's the leg. Carry on. Uh, curry Kitten. Goodbye. And the the militant sucking the fun out of the show because we can't take the mick out of him. And he's oh, get, oh, but, but you still getting, did. My, getting my Twitch. The only thing that I do for myself when he's reporting me. <laughs> I'm, Tony. I'm, I'm going to make it terrible for you. Bye. Bonjour. Just, thanks. Bye. And my life's not worth living because Tony said so. Jack. Brian Bye, team. Bye. And do on a high. Telemetry lost.